Hello and welcome to The Adventures of Superman from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the sky. It's a bird. It's a plane. It's Superman. Kellogg's Pep. P-E-P Pep. Kellogg's Pep, the sunshine cereal, presents... The Adventures of Superman. Today, Clark Kent completes his story of Superman's most unusual adventure and turns it in for publication, unaware that Lois Lane is foolishly walking into a mystery that will lead him into another dangerous adventure. Hello there, gang. This is your pal Dan McCullough. Say, talk about big moments. Why, think how thrilled you're going to be one of these days when you have completed your collection of comic buttons from packages of Kellogg's Pet. You'll really feel like strutting around when you have all 18 buttons pinned on your jacket or your dress or cap for everybody to see. And that won't be the end of your fun either. No, sir, there'll be lots more when I bring you some mighty exciting news. You see, these pep comic buttons have made a real hit with fellows and girls in the gang. And no wonder the colors are so bright and clear and, and Spud and Pat Patton and Superman and all the others look so lifelike that, well, you wouldn't want to miss out on a single one. And you know, the best part is it's so easy to get these pep comic buttons. You just ask Mom to get you some Kellogg's Pep. You don't send in any money, not even a box stop. And you can't buy these prizes anywhere. But look for one inside every package of pep you open. That's Kellogg's Pep, the sunshine cereal. The sunny golden toasted whole wheat flakes that make breakfast such good eating. Yes, sir, pep certainly makes your appetite sit up and take notice on a spring morning. So ask mom to get you several packages. Tell her that you want the good eating and the prizes from P.E.P. The sunshine cereal, Kellogg's Pep. Now, the adventures of Superman. While writing the story of Superman's most unusual adventure on assignment from editor Perry White, Clark Kent recalled his harrowing experiences on the planet Utopia. Listen now as Kent continues. In all my life, no one ever came so close to discovering the secret of my true identity as did Zaram, cruel regent of Utopia. In fact, he was just on the verge of an experiment that would have confirmed his suspicions when the disintegration of the planet began. Immediately then, he ordered his army into waiting space shells and took off for an invasion of the Earth. Held helpless by the terrific force of gravity on Utopia, I was left to die with Jimmy and his friends Anthar and Poco. Then, one moment I was talking with Jimmy, a second later I disappeared from view as the ground opened under my feet and I plummeted down into darkness. Mr. Ken! Mr. Ken! Poco, what happened to Mr... Holy smokes! The ground's cracking right under us. 
Look out, Poco. I'm falling. I'm falling. As Jimmy and Poco fell into a yawning chasm, Utopia leaped clear of its orbit in the firmament and, like the finale of a holiday fireworks display, exploded into a thousand pieces that zoomed through the heavens as if they were fireballs flung from a gigantic Roman castle. of the tremendous force of gravity that had held me immobile, I fought my way through mountains of stone, steel, and the rubble of broken buildings in a frenzied effort to find Jimmy. Then, just as I was about ready to give up, I saw the tiny figures of Jimmy and Poco hurtling toward me. Blasting my way toward them through tons of flying debris, I gathered up their unconscious forms and, covering them with my cape, rocketed through into clear space. As I paused then for a moment to take breath, gather strength, Jimmy opened his eyes. Where am I? You're safe with me, Jim. Superman! That's right. Oh, boy, am I glad... Holy smoke! What's the matter, Jim? Poco. Poor Poco. Poco be okay. He's unconscious, but safe enough here under my other arm. Oh, jeepers, that's swell. I was... Golly. Now what? What happened to Mr. Kent and Anthony? Don't worry about Kent. He's all right. Gee whiz, how do you know? Just take my word for it. Now, about Anthar, well... He, he's gone? I'm afraid so. Poor guy. It is a pity, Jim. But I'm sure he would have wanted to go that way, with his people. I... I guess so. Now, we've got to get back to Metropolis. Yeah, but... But can you find your way back? Maybe, but I'm not going to just trust my own sense of direction. I'm going to let Zaram show me the way home. Zaram? Right. He's leading his army in a fleet of space shells for what he thinks will be an invasion of Earth. Well, we'll let him lead us through space to the orbit of our planet. Then I'll take care of his boys before they get a chance to do any damage. Now, watch how fast we catch up with them. Away! <laughs> Like an arrow shot from a giant bow, I streaked away in pursuit of Zaram's space shells. Soon, I caught up with him, and still carrying Jimmy and Poco, I trailed the region and his army through the vast reaches of space. Then, with Earth in sight, I no longer needed their help to find my way, and rocketing by the Utopian Armada, I zoomed toward Metropolis. A few moments later, I landed on the roof of the Daily Planet. Daily Planet, last stop, all out. Gee whiz, Superman, I don't know how to thank you. Don't bother, Jim. Just see that Poco is taken care of. Now, I've got oh, to... Oh, but ju- wait a minute. What about Mr. Kent? Is don't he... worry about Kent. He'll be along soon. Now, I've got to take care of Zaram and his bad boys before they get a chance to use their secret weapons here. So long, Jim. So long. And good luck, Superman. Thanks. Up! Up! And away! <laughs> Circling back up into the sky, I met Zaram's army just as his space fleet was entering the Earth's stratosphere. Gathering speed, I crashed into the spearhead of the V formation. The force of my impact causing the powerful explosives inside the lead space shell to shatter it into a thousand pieces. As the others fell out of formation, I picked them off one by one, chasing them through the heavens until all seven of the tremendous space shells bearing Zaram and his fighting force were wiped out of existence. 
Then, plenty tired, even for Superman, I returned to the Daily Planet, and resuming my guise and garb of Clark Kent, returned to write the story of my adventure... I mean, of Superman's adventure. And so, Poco, who, like Superman, was born... On another planet, came to live on Earth. Hey, that does it. Hiya, Mr. Kent. Oh, hello, Beanie. Come on in. Thanks. I'm sorry to interrupt you, Mr. Kent. Oh, that's all right. I was just going to yell for you anyhow. You were? Uh Uh-huh. I want you to take the last pages of this story to the city room. She was. What a coincidence. Coincidence? Yeah, that's what I'm here for. Oh. I mean, Mr. Burroughs sent me to see if you have any more copy because he's making up the Sunday magazine section and... I see. Well, run along to Burroughs with this. Okay. I'll go in and tell the chief I've finished. Oh, gee whiz. I wouldn't go into Mr. White's office if I were you. Why? What's up? I don't know, except he's hitting the ceiling. Something about Miss Lane. Lois? What'd she do now? Search me. Well, I'll find out right now. Disregarding Beanie's admonition, Clark Kent strides toward Perry White's office to find out why the editor is so furious with Lois Lane. Unaware that what he is about to learn will lead him into a new and dangerous adventure as Superman. We'll be back in a moment for the suspenseful climax of today's episode. So keep listening. Say, you fellows know how often the girls went out in spelling bees or reading contests? Well, don't you let the girls get ahead of you and finish off their collections of Kellogg's Pep comic buttons before you do. No, sir, you want to be in there pitching. Sure, you'd like to complete your collection before the girls do. And besides, I'm going to have something new and exciting to tell you one day soon. So get busy and round out your whole series of comic buttons. And you'll get a kick out of those true-to-life pictures of funny paper characters, like the little moose with his funny face and, and feather in his hair and fat, slap-happy Beezy. And Superman himself, complete with bright blue jersey and flying red cape and, and Superman insignia. Yes, sir, these pep comic buttons look terrific when you wear them pinned on your jacket or your dresser cap. So, fellas, don't you let the girls get ahead of you. And girls, don't you let the fellas get ahead of you either. Everybody pitch in. It's easy, you know. You don't send in any money, not even a box stop. And you can't buy these comic buttons anywhere. But every time you open a package of Kellogg's Pep, there's your snappy prize. And there's some mighty snappy eating, too, because Pep is a whiz of a breakfast cereal. Tastes so crisp and, and sunny and golden toasted, you practically can't resist it. So ask Mom to get P-E-P, the sunshine cereal, Kellogg's Pep. <laughs> As we continue now, Clark Kent has just entered Perry White's office in time to hear the gray-haired editor shout into his telephone. Miss Backrack, you call Wilson on the morning blade and tell him he can stop trying to steal my reporters. Tell him he can have Lois Lane on his payroll as of now because I'm through with her. What? You heard me. She's fired. What's the matter with you, Chief? Uh, that'll teach her not to disregard orders. What happened? When I say no, I mean no. I'm the boss around but here. Chief, And I what? don't want to leave followed up. It's because my superior experience tells me it's a phony. Sure, Chief. Sure. And neither but... Lois Lane nor you nor any other oh, but... reporter working for me can Look, disregard you... my orders and get away with it. Do you understand? Oh, for the love of Mike, Chief, will you please calm down long enough to tell me what's going on? What order did Lois disregard? Where is she? She's up in Canada. The North Fishing Banks, against my explicit orders to the contrary. Well, what in heaven's name is she doing up there? Chasing a wild goose, that's what. What do you mean? Well, here's the story. You remember that crackpot correspondent we've got in Squeen Run? Squeen Run? Oh, <laughs> you mean Horatio F. for French horn? Yes, Horatio <laughs> F. for Fooey horn would be better. Or F. for fish in this case. Well, what about it? Well, a few days ago he came to see me. 
all steamed up over what he thinks is a terrific yarn that's brewing up there in that fishing territory. Uh-huh. A cock and bull story that began stewing in his bird brain when a very rich man who lives in Squeen Run stopped getting his regular weekly shipments of a rare fish that he re- relishes for breakfast. Uh, shipments that uh, used to be flown in for him from the north banks and then suddenly stopped. What? Because the fishermen have stopped going out on their regular runs and Horn thinks it's all tied up to something mysterious. Well, maybe it is. What? Great Caesar, don't tell me that you go for that, too. I didn't say that, Chief. I only said maybe it is. Ah, uh, Chief, I mean, Mr. White. Yes, what do you want? Miss Backrack told me to give you this telegram. It's from Miss Lane, and she thought... From Lois? Yeah, Mr. Kent, Miss Backrack... Never thought... mind what she thought. Go on, beat it, beat it. Yes, sir, Mr. White. She was. Well, I'll be... Well, how do you like this for nerve? What does she say, Chief? Now, listen to this for sheer gall. What? Convinced Horatio Horn right again. Looks like real big story brewing here. I'm taking long chance to dig it up. What does she mean by a long chance, I wonder? Why, nothing. She's just being cute. Now, listen. If you don't hear from me within 24 hours, suggest you contact Superman. Contact Superman? Yes. How do you like that? I don't like it at all, Chief. Sounds to me as if Lois is afraid of what she's walking into. Clark Kent is right. Lois Lane doesn't know what she and the eccentric correspondent Horatio Horn are walking into. If she did, she'd be more than tempted to stop her investigation before she really begins. One day we begin a new Superman adventure that deals with deep mystery born of dark superstition on the stormy, fog-bound shores of the North Atlantic. So be sure not to miss a minute of it. And remember, if your community observes daylight time, starting next week this program will be heard at the same hour. If you remain on standard time, it may be heard at a different hour. For exact broadcast time in your area, consult your local newspaper or mutual station. And remember, for breakfast, it's Kellogg's Pep. For excitement, the adventures of Superman. Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Superman DC comic magazines and is brought to you Monday through Friday at the same time by Kellogg's Pep, the sunshine cereal. Say, gang, let me tell you about a breakfast cereal that's fun to listen to and fun to eat. It's Kellogg's Rice Krispies, the Snap, Crackle, and Pop cereal. Sure, you've seen those famous little elves snap, crackle, and pop around in cartoons and on the Rice Krispies package, and you know how they can dish out the crispiness of those golden bubbles of oven-pop rice. So freshly crisp, they snap, crackle, and pop when you pour on milk. Remind Mom to get you the one and only Snap, Crackle, and Pop cereal, Kellogg's Rice Krispies. And be sure to be with us on Monday for the thrilling adventures of Superman. This is the Mutual Broadcasting System.